So, Lou, I think it's very important at this time, today's podcast, to wish you a very happy Easter. And to you too. Uh, chocolate, obviously, tick, that is on the agenda. Hot for cross Easter. buns. Tick, um, gluten free for me, thanks very much. Okay. Um, Noted. And any other delicious food, fish on Friday, you're, you're doing uh, Good Friday, Seafood special, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm, I'm thinking a bit of salmon for tomorrow. Wouldn't go astray. Crispy yeah. skin and maybe some baked vegetables oh, and a little yum. bit of butter and garlic on top. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to yep. do the roast veggies too. How yum. Ooh. Calamari also goes well. Fish bites for the kids. That's They're a given. Delicious. Fish and chips. I mean, there's so many seafood options out there and plenty of uh, fantastic places where you can pick up some great seafood across Albury Wodonga. Just on the hot cross buns thing, I forgot to mention this on today's show. I actually had, and when I use the word giant, I literally mean giant. It was the size of a, oh, what's what's the best way to Coffee describe Coffee scroll this? size? A softball. Oh. <gasps> uh, it was a hot cross. It was actually a giant hot cross bun. It cost was me five dollars. Oh, so it was one meant to be bun. giant. It yeah. wasn't like it wasn't like the baker accidentally put too much dough on one hot cross no. bun. No, no, oh. it, it was an oversized hot cross bun that we just you know chucked in the microwave for all of a minute and a half, cut it into fours, and they equated to roughly a hot cross bun for each member of the family. So it's like oh. four and one. Was it good? That's delicious. Yum. Trout in butter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Traditionally, of course. It goes without saying. So, uh, yeah, look, have a sensational, safe and fantastic festive Easter season. Even if you're planning to have a long weekend that we're about to kick into where you do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Just do whatever floats your boat. That's what I say. Work on the car, binge TV, enjoy yourself, clean the house maybe. Don't even worry about that. Don't even have to get off the couch if you don't want to. Time to hit you with a few highlights (laughs) from across the week. Let's start with uh, a local superstar making his debut on The Voice coming up on Easter Monday. We caught up with the, wasn't this a fantastic chat, Danny Fegan. I love Danny. He's such a great bloke. What an amazing bloke to chat to. He told us the story about how he got into this show, or more to the point, how the show wanted him to be a big part of it. Well, we're fans of the show. I've nearly nearly every season, um, there's someone on there that I know, so we watch it. But no, I, I didn't have any uh, ambitions of going on it. Uh, they scouted me, I think is the term, and invited me to go and uh, audition. Uh, I was just sitting on the couch and um, I got the email from them. I said to <laughs> Caroline, I said, have a look at that. Um, <laughs> How good is that? Yeah, yeah. What do you reckon about that? And my knee-jerk reaction was no. I sent back and I said, oh, look, thanks for asking me. But no, I said, I don't be setting myself up to fail. I'm pretty realistic about my own abilities. I I think a lot of my strengths in music uh, has been that I'm very fortunate that I live a lifestyle that a lot of country artists can only sing about. And, um, you know, that's what gets me a lot of stages, I feel. I thought, God, if I just went and sang to the back of four chairs, I'm not going to turn anyone. So um, I said, (laughs) no. Anyway, they sort of persisted, and um, the more they persisted, the more I thought, well, I'm the token country guy, you know, <laughs> so they must want me. Anyway, I, I yielded, and I thought, I'll oh, bugger it, I'll give it a crack. I, um, uh, what's the worst that can happen, you know? You don't turn a chair, and that's not the end of the world. No, exactly. Turns out it was, a, it was an amazingly positive experience. I really enjoyed it. Oh, awesome. So, so when are we going to see you on The Voice? I think it's on Easter Monday. Yeah, so awesome. uh, that's when it's that's the opening night. So Yeah, game on. That's probably a little bit telling how far I went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. Don't give away all your secrets. Had you decided which um which kind judge of you judge wanted? you wanted? Yeah. Yeah, I had. If I if I if I was lucky enough to turn anyone, I had decided who I wanted to hang out with. Okay. Are you gonna tell You're us? You're not who gonna it say was? who that is. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> When it got to, you know, when I was starting to get to the pointy end, um, I had to go to Sydney and actually front up there. Mm. 
So I, I dropped the kids off at the bus at school, went and got a coffee at Walla and drove to Sydney, jumped on a stool, sang. They said, yep, beauty, go upstairs for some pre-production stuff and wow. we'll progress to the next stage. So I went and did that, had a yarn with them for an hour, jumped the car and came home and got about as far as Jugion and I was dying for a beer and I just passed um, a mate going north on the freeway. So I rang him and I said, Timbo, where's a good pub to get a feed and a beer? And he said, pull in a Jugion, mate. He said, that'll be on. I said, right, oh, no worries. I've never been there. Pulled off there and Got as rotten as a chop, had a good food, and just threw the swag out there the night. It was great. How lovely. This is the greatest chat I've ever had to any voice contestant in the history of the show, I think. <laughs> this is just amazing. Um, oh, so Danny, I, had, I hadn't uh, initiated him in the way of fleeting. Danny Fegan. <laughs> um, look, honestly, we can't wait to see you on The Voice. I think um, you'd be one of the greatest contestants they've ever had. Honestly, that you're so great for a chat and you're so down to earth and we just we love having you on the show. So thanks for chatting with us about it. And uh, I know you know what happens already, but and you won't tell we've us. got to say good luck. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for that. It was a really positive experience, actually. And I, um, they did ask me quite sincerely when I went up to that pre-production thing, I, and they said, what made you want to come on The Voice? And I said, I didn't. You invited me. <laughs> and they, they said, oh, hang on. They stopped recording. Can you, can you actually can you say something, something else? Can you yeah. make can something you up? Yeah. Make it up. Yeah. Mark. So I thought about it for a minute. And sincerely, the reason – I said, well, sincerely, the reason I'm still here is because out of all these reality shows and stuff, you guys don't have a B-reel and you don't make flogs out of your failures. Um, and I don't want to embarrass my kids. And as it turned out, it was a very nurturing and encouraging environment. And I, um, I'm really, really glad that I did it. As we get set to find out what's going on on the Wodonga side of the Borderloo for Easter activities, there's plenty going on across this region. Yeah, there is. Let's catch up with the Deputy Mayor of Wodonga, Graham Simfendorfer. Morning, Graham. Good morning. How are we all? Yeah, Excellent. Great. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> now, before we get into uh, what's happening on the Wodonga side, Graham, do you have any Easter tradition- traditions yourself? Uh, normally just with family, but yeah, I've got uh, two young kids and we do the Easter egg hunt every every uh, morning on Easter Sunday and uh, it's lots of fun, but oh, try and let um, too many of those chocolates go through <laughs> the tummy too quickly. <laughs> do you know um, what I used to do, Graham? I'm going to share a secret here. My, if my kids are listening, they'll go, oh, you did? What? Are you trying um, to break the curtain? Yeah, no, so I, yeah, I am. So I would, we would do an Easter egg hunt always as well, but just to keep the hunt going a little bit longer... As they collected the eggs, as they were out hunting for them, I would steal them back and go and plant more so oh. that the hunt could go longer. Love it. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Um, know, are, right? are you a type of person that will uh, smash all the eggs uh, on the first day or do you savour them? Oh, no, I'm a, sa- I'm a saverer. But we're, and yeah. I've got one of each in my kids. My son is the smash them, get them in, get them in your belly, <laughs> and my dinner. daughter will have them <laughs> for weeks. Awesome. Love yeah. it. So good fun. But anyway, there's lots of things happening for the kids. Now, apart from the obvious, the Easter Bunny, there's some other great um, school holiday stuff the kids can get up to in Wodonga. Yeah, there's so much going on in Wodonga over the Easter holidays. Um, Barrenduda and Feltimber um, community centres have got so many events going on. They've got arts, they've got cooking, lots of things for the kids. But um, also out at the Bungula Migrant Experience, which I should give a plug to, they mm-hmm. actually have uh, As a Child... Uh, display going on there is what it was like as a child going through the bone glue experience way back, way back. So it's great for the adults to learn the history, but so good for the kids these days to see how how things were back in the day. So very different. Really and how much has changed? Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, for sure. Um, heaps going on at Hyphen as well. Hyphen's got some great activities there: puppet workshops, um, art shows. Again, some scribble, scribble bots. 
uh, yeah, workshop. Yeah, I saw these now. These are like little robots that draw. Yeah, that's right. So through, through some of that 3D printing and, and all these can go on there. So you're covered from everything, from art and craft at the Fell Timber and Barranduda, as I said, um, cooking, right through to the tech at Hyphen. But there's so much going on. My advice is jump onto the Wodonga website, wodonga.vic.gov.au, and, and check everything out because there's something there for everyone. Yeah, and I think for a lot of those activities too, it's worth booking just to make sure you can Completely. get your kids in. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. These days, I think we're pretty used to, to logging in and booking to make sure we get our seat at the table. But um, and, and even if not, the weather is so good up up for us in the northeast now. Get out parks, trails. I'm a mountain biker when I don't come off. Um, so <laughs> get out. That's a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's the perfect weather at this time of year. Um, just quickly, Graham. Um, hyphen. It's been open for a little while now. You're getting a lot of people going in. Is it is it getting the community engagement that you'd hope for? Yeah, it certainly is. I, I don't have the numbers, but look, the experience there is so great. If you haven't been in there, absolutely get in there and have a look. There's hi- historical displays. Um, there's always art shows going on there, but it's a lot of booking out of the commercial parts of it as well, so for um, small functions or meetings, etc. So it's got everything down there. We're so proud of it, and everyone is moving through it really well. But I think like everyone now post post uh, recovery for this phase, everyone's out and about. Yeah. So if you haven't yeah, definitely get in there and have a look. It is a pretty, pretty impressive building. And it's such a great feeling to have everyone out, just getting out oh, into the fresh is. air, getting into activities like the stuff that's coming up for, across Easter. And, Graham, we appreciate the update, mate. Uh, happy Easter to you for what's coming up over the next few days, and we hope you don't have too much chocolate or fall off the mountain uh, bike. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, thank you. I think last time I came off my bike, as the kids said, I absolutely sent it. So I was pretty lucky not to get seriously hurt. But, <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Look, everyone, um, have a safe Easter. Everyone out there travelling, um, have enjoyed that time with the families, and uh, I'll speak to you all really soon. I feel like at the moment, Al, all I'm talking about is um, little critters in my house because Again? we have been overtaken with creatures, great and small, mostly small at the moment. Um, and I mentioned um, the fact that we've got mice in the house and the cats have been finding those and frogs, right? Yeah. So the latest ones, they found a frog. Well, um, yesterday I got quite the shock. Um, you know, uh, ladies, you'll get this. We obviously have to sit down on the toilet whenever we go. Sure. And I sometimes look in the bowl when oh, I open the lid. Right. Sometimes I don't. Okay. I don't know. I maybe I've gotten a bit slack. Anyway, um, you know, did what I had to do. Um, went to flush and did have a quick squeeze in the bowl. Um, there was a little frog, just oh. um, just in the water, looking up at me. And first of all, I thought, "Oh my god, you poor thing." It's <laughs> not the place you to had, be. You had to deal with that. And yep. then I thought, "Oh my god, if that frog had jumped up and its little sucker feet oh. had, had been anywhere around oh. my nether regions, oh. that would have. I think I would have." basically levitated off the toilet <laughs> so then so you know now i'm super paranoid every time i go into the bathroom now i'm like i'm looking around any frogs here hello this is this could only happen at your place i know and i tried to flush the little bugger but do you think he would flush oh, nah. no nah, he started to swirl down but no nah, he was hanging on for dear life with those little sucker feet 
he did not want to go back down. So now I don't know where he is, and I got Michael to look for him. Oh, <laughs> I got Michael to look How for him. How did you explain that to Michael and I'm just like, go? By the way, I was doing my business, oh, and there's a frog in the yeah, toilet. Do, that doesn't take much explaining because, like, the weird it. and the wonderful happen at our place all the time. <laughs> I mean, we had a bat in the toilet when we first moved in, so that's a whole other story. Like a tiny micro bat. Oh yeah. T- oh yeah. It's. <laughs> It's. It, this is just the continuation of a long legacy of tiny creatures trying to attack me from below in the toilet bowl. I'm looking forward to the Netflix series based on your toilet <laughs> coming out later this year here at Triple M. And that's it for today's podcast. We are back on your radio, your listener app coming up uh, in a few days' time. Well, I say a few, but it's more than uh, a week and a bit. Tuesday, the 26th of April, though. Yeah, I should sit up, shouldn't I? I was just starting to, like, recline a little bit. <laughs> You're I'm in start- holiday mode. I've already started to get into holiday mode. It's very hard to get out. Once you start getting in, yep. it's a slippery slope. No, ah, but that's okay. <laughs> it's a break well earned, and when we come back, we've got so much for you. Your mum has the chance to win the mother load. We are talking thousands of dollars worth of amazing prizes yes, from across Mother's the border. Day. This is so good, but wait for it. Border Monopoly boards. They're here. How good's this? We're the only place to get a copy yep. of our exclusive Border Monopoly is through us here at Triple M. All of the properties on this board that you helped us decide what needs to go yep. there, and it looks the business. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait. So bring that on. Free money minute. All our usual guests. We can't wait to get back into it after we uh, recharge for a little bit of a break, and we'll chat to you soon. It's the Borders 105.7 Triple M. 